what up what up what up family friends friends of the show you are now listening to the truly unruly podcast episode three coming to you live on thursday june the 4th my name's mel and this is mezzi aka don't francis what's up y'all what's popping man we back episode three yeah um, what's cracking we come in like heavy-hearted man and it's a little little bittersweet to be here right now doing this but um, as black men, I feel like we have to use our platform to speak our truth and speak our feelings and get these thoughts off and just bring light to everything that's going on and continue bringing light to all this stuff that's going on. So, man, Chemezi, just how's your mental right now? How are you feeling, bro? Yeah, man. It's it's weird. It's just like <clears throat> it's like you're constantly feeling like this dark cloud. Yeah. If that makes sense, it's like things are going but in the back of your mind you're like, uh, something's bothering me. You know, like it just it just seems like it, it's something is always like nagging at you. It's been that's how it's been for me for like the past week or so. Right. It's just like I have so much like I wanna say, but at the same time I don't wanna talk. At the same time, like I wanna be active, but at the same time like you know, it's like it's just a weird feeling where you just like you don't know how to move, what you wanna do, but you know how you feel and you just don't know how you should express it or if if you should even express it right now, you know. But that's just how I've, how, I've been, how I've been feeling. How about you, bro? Man, yeah, I feel feel pretty much the same, man. It's just been like a heavy, a heavy cloud over over me this past like week and some change. And I can say like my, I've worked on my temper for a long time, but I feel like I'm on ten like all the time. Like even my girl, when I woke up this morning, she was like, I, I said something about an article I had read, and she was like, "You just woke up on ten? and I was like, "Yeah, kind of like it, because <laughs> I don't, I don't know, like I just wake up, and my patience is just like completely on zero, man. I'm always in like a weird funk, like of a mood. Like I can be cool for one minute, and then I start thinking about some stuff, and then yeah, I just go completely onto like level zero, bro. Like yeah, and it's just like, and just like you said, it'd be like you wake up and you're like maybe you're trying to kind of move in a different direction or like in a different mood for the day. Then you read something, you see something else. You're like, bro, I'm back to I'm back to being like pissed. You know what I mean? I'm back to being on like on the way I was feeling just off like one thing. So that's just how it is. Like honestly right now for me. Yeah. But, um, we're still going to be here. Bring the energy, bring the energy, for uh, sure. try to be positive as much as we possibly can be. Um, yeah, we're going to keep it real for most of the stuff that we've been, Oh yeah, and stuff like that. So we still gonna give it to y'all. Definitely keeping it real <laughs> as always, man. Um, I think I just want to start by paying respects and um, bringing awareness to all of these people and these young men and women who have had their lives taken by hands of our oppressors and the police and and numerous other accounts of of people who are just racist or have whatever kind of evil demons that they got going on in their life that have cut these uh, young men and women's lives short. So um, I just want to say, stop and take a minute to say RIP, rest in power to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, David McAtee, Ahmaud Arbery, Tamir Rice, Mike Brown, Trayvon Martin, Oscar Grant, Tony McDade, and the numerous amount of other names that we could sit here for probably hours and go on and on and on really could. about all of these people that have had their lives taken from them. And I think I speak for both of us when I say that we're just like truly sorry for all of their families. These, these people have kids, these people have husbands and wives and yeah, mothers and fathers, just people who care about them, man. people that care about them, that miss them. 
and it's it's just sad that we even have to talk about this and do this right now um but the state of the world is real and the change is real and it's coming and we're fed up uh, we're tired of the the nonsense yeah i mean everything you're saying i mean unless you've been under a rock everything you're saying is just a response to i know some people are like wow it's just from this one thing it's like nah man like people are fed up like this is what it looks like when people are actually fed up yeah like this is it this is this is what change looks like this it's not pretty it's not nice it's none of that stuff man it's it's harsh it's reality like the truth hurts and that's for real like yeah the reality of the the country and the world that we're living in as black people is harsh and we're tired of it and you can see that by everything that's going on in the world right now we yeah. have had protests in every, all 50 states as well as countries across the world yep other countries are are definitely chiming in because whether y'all th- whatever you guys think about it um they see these images they see it when we're, when we're trending they see the videos that people share and all that stuff i've talked to people who are from other countries who just kind of see that part of us and they kind of rightly so they associate that with being something america happens in america um is that we treat our black people this way um that like the cops or just either just white people apparently just go out and treat people this way and do these things and don't fight face repercussions and just it's just something that our country has become known for yeah it's 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 harsh it's it's a hard pill to swallow like as a black person just um the conversations that we have to have amongst ourselves and to our younger siblings and children and all of that stuff how we have to be raised uh, to like not not even accept but just to deal with the reality of being a black person in america yeah um it's harsh, but I will say one advantage that we've had over our ancestors is the passing of information. We can get information so quickly now with social media, um, with technology. We need to continue doing everything that we've been doing, spread positive information. If you see an article and you do your research and you know that, that this is true, spread that, retweet that, and yeah. like send it to somebody. Send those petitions out. Exactly. Make those donations. Exactly, and like the, just like you said, when we get to spread information, is just how quickly the information gets to be spread. You know, uh, we have something happen like, like the death of George Floyd. You know, at, uh, for for our ancestors, they probably might not have heard about it, or you know, they hear about it way later. Exactly. For us, it's you know, it's so fresh that we can just get on it, and you know, it's not too far past, so w- we can like go back, get these officers, put them on trial, do things like that. Where before maybe the the statute of limitations would be too long before everybody kind of gets onto it, yeah. or just certain things like that would just be too far o- away. Now we can be literally next day on social media, and we're seeing millions of people like start to you know outcry. Like you see the outcry come out, you see people just start to spread the information, just start to be outraged, honestly, because what they see on that video is sick and disgusting, and that's something that you know being able to see it on video is important because, you know, God knows how many things happened that weren't on video before um, that, you know, happened to black men in this country. And and I'm sure for, you know, all this time, people have been telling y'all that these things are happening and a lot of people weren't believing us because they weren't seeing the videos, they weren't seeing those things and they weren't easily spread. But now, you know, it's different. Now it's, it's undeniable at this point. Yeah, it's, 
it's real. The movement is real, man. The revolution is real, and it's happening right now. Yeah, man. In front of our eyes, like it's. We talk about this a lot, and the fact that this is history in the making. Like our grandkids are gonna read about this whole movement in their in their history books. They have to. Like, it's this history will be recorded, and we need real change, not new faces, not reformation like no we need new change for real you need to yeah to break down and rebuild yeah it's not something small like i know before when they were like oh we'll get body cams and every cops get we've already seen that doesn't do nothing yeah body cams haven't done shit that's not doing anything like we've we've done this stuff and you know we we've seen what's going on we tried to make small changes we tried to be like you know try and be kind of peaceful with it try and talk to people about it all that stuff's you know it just and celebrities have talked about it. Like we've had we've had it happen before, and yeah. we we ended up right back in the same situation that we that we're in now. Um, so, and if you look at history, if you're someone who really like you know paid attention to history class or just was just a history buff, you look at every revolution. That it wasn't peaceful, man. I don't Nothing. know why people are telling us like you have to be peaceful and all this stuff. Like all these big changes that happen in the world, we're actually being less violent. Like the the stuff that you, people are saying. It's still less violent than the other things that were, were happening. People were actually like going out and killing leaders and like dragging yeah. people out of their out of their homes. Like in the this, middle of the street, bro. yeah, in the like, middle of the street because they were fed up with what was going on. They were they were really in the street, like going hard. Right now, we're we're re- really just gathering and speaking on things that we don't feel like we're being heard about, and we're not going away easily. That's that's really what we're trying to say. Yeah, and that we're not gonna just forget about this, and we need to see something change, but. You know, realistically throughout history, y'all can look at anything, any big movement, even if people are like, oh, the civil rights people, they were being super like some people were some people were being on that. But we still have people who are like, hey, if y'all come and try and do do certain things, we're going to fight back. And there were people who are like that. And there will always be that side of the movement. I'm not saying everybody needs to be violent or anything like that, but I think that it's necessary, especially when you have the other side ready to be violent. Yeah, exactly. It's I guess to sum it up, it's like you can't tell me to be peaceful when my people are being murdered in the street on camera for the whole world to see and then tell me how I'm supposed to respond to that. That's that's not that's nobody's place to tell us as a people how to mourn and how to deal with our issues. No. And for all the, the peaceful nonsense people saying everything needs to be peaceful and y'all would get your goals accomplished, you would just be peaceful. And stop freaking quoting um, Martin Luther King Jr. Like y'all didn't fucking assassinate this man, bro. Stop like that. he was one of the, he was the most peaceful protester ever, and y'all assassinated this man. So clearly that didn't work. Y'all vilified Colin Kaepernick, and all he did was take a damn knee. Yeah. So what are we talking this about? The exact here? issue that we're all talking about right now that y'all are telling people to be peaceful about. Just like a couple years ago, y'all was all telling Colin Kaepernick not to even do what he was doing. He was yeah. being super peaceful. He wasn't even talking. That's he didn't crazy say thing. anything. All he didn't he did even was, say anything. All he did was take a knee. Yeah. Literally, all he did was take a knee during the national anthem. And people vilified him, and he got blackballed from the league yeah. for for nothing, essentially, for peacefully protesting. Literally. And, he, and, and, and not just blackballed from the league. It's just like there was actually a divide in this country where people were like, there was a lot of people who were telling him not to do that. There were a lot of people who were saying that it, what he was doing was wrong or trying to change the issue and not talk about the issue at hand. Yeah. It's, and, you know, and be like, oh, it's the wrong place. 
it's the wrong place to peacefully protest. What are you talking about? Like that that just when people say stuff like that, I just can't. You know, I just lose a lot of respect for people, and I, I, I'm sure some people who are listening to this are friends with me and saw my Facebook post literally about this exact thing about Colin Kaepernick, and I just don't like the way that I I was having arguments with people years ago about Colin Kaepernick having a peaceful protest and how I stand with him, I'm with him about everything that he's saying about what he's doing, and people are arguing like he shouldn't be doing this, and now they're telling people who are out there in the streets rioting or whatever is going on, to telling them to be peaceful. Like, no, nah, y'all wasn't cool with the peace. Yeah, y'all wasn't cool with the peace before, yeah. so what are we talking yeah, about well, right that's now? How I'm, I don't get that. Like, y'all wasn't cool with the peace, then why are y'all trying to tell us to be peaceful? Like, now, now I just understand that it's all about silence and that y'all want people to be silent. Yeah, that's 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 the word. There it is. That's the word right there. Yeah. It's, it's silence. It's not peace. It's silence. Yeah. You don't want you want people to just sit back and do nothing, and we're fed up with that. We're done doing nothing. Like, yeah, exactly. That's not happening anymore. It was never, and that's the thing. It's like, Y'all telling us to go back to being peaceful. Certain people are like, oh, oh I just want peace, all this stuff. It was never peace for us. Never. It's, now it's not peaceful for y'all, but it was never peace for us. They, they, what, what's going on is not peaceful, like, in these streets. Like, it's not. Y'all Welcome. have inter- interactions with, with police officers and interactions with certain people. And I'm sure for you, it's like an everyday thing. Like, it's normal. For us, like, no, it, it, it's been violent. It's been that way. It's been life or death. Like, every interaction with the police has been life or death. Both of us as black men, I'm pretty. I can speak for myself when I said I've had full conversations with my mother and father about how to interact with the police and don't say this, don't do that. Make sure they can always see your hands. Don't reach for anything if they don't know that you're about to reach for it. Yep. Announce every movement very clearly. Um, don't don't make sure argue. You record everything. Don't argue. Don't be combative. Like all of that stuff. And if you've ever done that with a police officer as a a non-black person or a non-person of color, then that's your privilege right there. Just that experience in itself, being able to argue with a police officer or go back and forth with a police officer. I even seen a video of this white dude squaring up with a police officer and throwing hands like with a whole police officer. And I'm like, bro, that's privilege right there. I've never seen that video with a black person. I've never never seen a video of a black person square up with a police officer and them not pull a gun out or shoot them or kill him or multiple people stomp him out. Yeah, multiple people stomping this dude out, put him in chokeholds and all kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's crazy because what you're saying is like, yeah, I had that exact experience. Like most black people I know, especially every black man I know, has had that experience with their parents where they have to sit them down uh, me and my brother, my my dad and my mom have both told us on numerous occasions. They told us when we were younger, but they tell us like all the time, like, "Hey, if you get stopped by the police, you have an interaction with the police. This is how you act." Just in honesty, whenever they tell you all that stuff, it's nothing other than them wanting you to just be able to make it home. Exactly. You know, literally, they're just trying to help you be able to make it home. Like, either end up not in jail and not like uh, attacked, or literally just trying to save your life. And you know, I remember whenever they used to tell me that when I was younger, you know, I, I would, of course, I would listen and I still have that, that feeling. I would just hope in that, you know, whenever I have kids, I wouldn't have to do this. But I already know I'm going to. Whenever going I have to. kids, yeah. I'm going to have to have this exact conversation with them because I'm like, I can see the way things are. It's not going to change. Like, the, the way that they're, they, they're acting, I would hope, you know, that's my greatest hope that it, it would change. But right now, I'm like, okay, cool. I need to pass all the knowledge I have down to my kids because all the interactions I've had with cops, a lot of it is bullshit. Um, and I've seen, you know, I've experienced things. My brother has, like, my friends have. Yo, 
I'm gonna tell. I have to tell my kids the exact same thing that my parents tell me. Literally, word for word, all yeah. the same stuff. Like it's nothing exactly. new. Only thing new probably is recording stuff, making sure like you have a video out. If someone's with you, make sure y'all are recording. Uh, that's the only thing that's different. It's just the technology wise, but everything else is the sentiment is still the same. Yeah. Um, it's it's heavy, man. Like it's so sad. I seen a, um, an article the other day, and I I just want to get this off real quick because this really moved me. Um, and then we kind of gonna get back on track, but it wasn't even an article. It was just a story about um, a black mother from Los Angeles, and she went to to Minnesota to be a part of the protest and um, be a part of like be there for George Floyd's family and all of that stuff. And her, like her son had been murdered by the police and forgive me, I don't remember his name, but um, she went like to, to be a part of that. And a newscaster asked her why she was there. Like why'd she come all the way from Minnesota to Los Angeles to be a part of these protests, uh, be a part of these protests and stuff like that. And what really hit home for us, or what really hit home for me, was when she said that in George Floyd's dying breast, he was calling for his mama. He said, "Mama," and for her, that was essentially a call to all black mothers to be there. And so she heard that and she decided that it was her responsibility and her opportunity to go there and do something and be impactful as a black mother. And I can't even front like that. That shit damn near brought me to tears, bro, because we we shouldn't even have to like think like that or be that way. But it, I'm at a loss for words because I don't even. I don't even comprehend how people can even make this an argument. Like, why is this a debate? Like, I don't get it. All we're asking, all we're asking for, is justice, equality, equity, and opportunities. Yeah. And respect, respect like, as a people. Like, just like the, literally, it's, it's bare minimum stuff. Like, this, we're not asking for a whole lot here. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, don't, I'm laughing, get, but I'm so serious. Yeah, bro. I don't get like, why. I don't get why it becomes controversial when you're asking, like, "Hey, man, like, can y'all?" you know, be respectful. Can y'all try to, you know, like just, I don't even understand. Cause it's really like the way that y'all act is just out of control. And the way that the, the it's set up for us to fail, like it, we all know that. And, and that's just one of those things that we, we kind of have seen. Yeah. Um, and also just to, to touch on another point about the looting and the rioting and um, I guess the non-peaceful protests and the violent protests and stuff like that. First point is that a lot of the people doing this nonviolent stuff and the looting stuff are not black people, are not part of the Black Lives Matter movement, are not here for our causes. They're just using it as, as cover to get what they want out of situations. And there's a lot of non-black people doing that shit, and that shit is disgusting. And it makes me sick to my fucking stomach because we're getting the blame for this shit. Facts. Um, and yeah, I, I was there. Um, I was there at the Houston protest, and I can... I can uh, attest to that even firsthand because you know it was more than black people out there and everybody who went out there really to support and really put themselves out there and like you know do do their thing i really you know salute to y'all um, i'm proud of y'all who are really out there you know trying to do things even non-black people but you know of course all the black people out there who really showed up and showed out i really appreciate y'all but yeah there's some you know there's some non-black people and particularly what i saw it was, it was usually white people who are just out there just doing nonsense though and I'm like, bro, 
And I, I saw some people kind of get annoyed with other people who are part of like our group, like, you know, the people out in the protest because they're in the crowd, but they're not part of us. They're not with us. You know, they're, they're, on, they're doing some other stuff. They're, they're doing stupid things. They're like, if you came out there, you were skateboarding. Like I saw people skateboarding in front of the cops and stuff like that. Yeah, right, I'm like, bro, what, what is this, dog? Like, y'all are doing this for clout. Y'all are using our pain and our suffering is doing it for clout. And all you people out there uh, doing fake protests with masks and signs and taking Instagram pictures and getting back in your car, fuck you. You're disgusting. Yeah. All y'all people who are, yeah, it's a lot of bullshit going on. And like this, the, the protests and stuff, like if, if you if you follow me on, on Instagram and thing like that, I didn't post anything from the protests. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, do whatever you, you can. I'm glad some people are putting out what, what's going on. But the more that you go to that protest and you go there thinking like, hey, I'm going to get some videos and um, put some pictures up on like social media, the more that it becomes, you you put yourself in a situation where, it can be like influenced in a certain way for what people are seeing. So um, when you're coming out there and you're like, oh, I'm going to take a picture with these people or I'm going to like show a picture of this, some people are going to think that they understand what went on out there. Um, and it's in like, it's really just not like, a lot of stuff I saw was really not constructive to what we're doing. Um, and that's just in my opinion from what I saw. Like I, I literally was out there and the way that it was being portrayed in the media, not just from the news stations. Of course, the news stations were, were portraying bullshit because that's not the way it happened. Yeah, that's but, just what they do. Yeah, but other people who are there, they went to the protest. If you were at the protest from three to six, you probably saw something different than what happened to everybody else who saw who were at the protest from six on through the rest of the night. Um, from three to six, it was all for show. They was out there marching. We walked, marched to City Hall. They did some speeches, some, you know, whatever bullshit speeches that they love to do about unity and all that stupid shit. Um, then they walked back. And when you walk back, usually a lot of people, when we went, went to walk back, they were like, okay, cool. We've been out here three hours, which is, yeah, you know, it's great and all. We've been out there. And a lot of people went home around six, which is, I understand because it felt like that was the end of the organized protest. Like right. we, we organized a walk from here to City Hall, then we walked back, cool. And a lot of people left. That's fine. If you have something to do, I, you know, I'm not knocking anyone who left. I'm just saying, if you put up videos from that three to six, and you were like, hey, the, the protest was great. It was peaceful. The police were marching with us, all this. Man, y'all need to look at the people who were there afterwards. Some of the people were in jail and they didn't get to put up their videos. Some of the people really got taken away. Some of us were trying to escape. Um, like me, when I, once I saw the police starting to try and crowd the protesters and, and block everything off, I was out of there. I'm not I'm not getting caught up in whatever they're trying to do. They were yeah. they was, they was spraying tear gas and all that stuff. I'm, I was very perceptive, and I chose like to get out of that situation. Some people chose, they saw what was going on, but they're like, Hey, I'm gonna go to jail. I'm gonna do whatever I'm gonna do it. And salute to y'all too. Like whatever you, whatever you feel like comfortable doing, go ahead and do that. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I do not like the way that they're trying to spread that. It was a peaceful protest. The police were out there. It was all unity and stuff. They took all those pictures. They wanted to take those pictures with you guys. And y'all fell for that. Good job. Like you're a goof. Yeah, you're exactly. Goof, bro. Like, like, come on, bro. Like, Use your head like these police officers shaking hands with y'all. Y'all doing fist bumps with them. Y'all taking pictures with them. They're walking next to you. I would have never let Art like I saw Art Acevedo whatever uh, walking through the streets. Police chief of the HPD. Yo, no, you're not walking next to me. I'm gonna tell you right now. He's a fraud, bro. bro like man is a is a real fraud. I'm telling you when when I tell you, I'm not joking. You can go look. It, it might be a little bit harder to find, but look for people who really can give you an honest account of what happened after the after pretty much 6 p.m., 6.30. 
like it was all organized for us to be attacked or be detained or anything like that. It was a lot of tear gas. They had guns for rubber bullets. I haven't, I haven't heard anyone who got hit by a rubber bullet. Thank God. But there was a lot of, they had, I saw the rifles that they have with the rubber bullets in them. And I saw, um, you know, I saw, I saw when they started tear gassing people, I saw them trying to box people in literally from every side. They were trying to get a wall of police. There was, so many police that showed up at the beginning of the protest. You probably saw a few police like lined up like down the street everywhere. We were walking for some reason. Y'all explain that to me why after six, they start busing in more and more police officers. And this is when people are leaving. It's it, the, at the peak. It was like 70,000. There was less police officers. When people start leaving, there's less people left and there's not the same media coverage and all that stuff there. They start bringing in buses and buses of police officers by the hundreds. I see them pulling up by the hundreds coming in to wall off the streets as a, like human walls, human shields to wall off the streets and bring people in um, to either. Yeah. To bring people into jail and just to like, you know, try and disperse people with all the stuff that they had tear gas. They had like fake noises that they're doing to try and disperse people. They had horse cops. They had all these things going on and it's not being portrayed correctly. And that's, that's really the reality of what happened. And I don't want to hear that, our Acevedo was shaking people's hands or hugging people or crying with people telling all this stuff. He's a police chief and they had a plan to do what they did to those people to do, do what they did to us. Luckily we just escaped. It wasn't like anything, anything other than that. Like we just got out of there right before they started to box people in and not let people escape. And, um, that's really the reality of what happened. So all that stuff that he'd be telling y'all that y'all be sharing that video of him crying and hugging people, man, I'm not with any of that shit. Get that propaganda off my. It's CEO, propaganda. Bro. Like real talk. And then I um. I seen another post kind of exposing him about how the fact that there have been, like I think like over 150 or 160 shootings involving HPD in the past, and like in his whole term as police chief, and he's refused to release any of like the body cam videos or none of that. Like, come on, man. Stop falling for this nonsense, bro. Exactly. Are they just taking knees with y'all and hugging y'all for for optics, and then as soon as that stuff is over, they back to whooping their ass. Like exactly. Bro, what we don't what he wants is shit. what we were talking about. What he wants, he it, there's some people. There, I know there's some people who are out there who either like you know we want black voices heard. There's some people who want to like try and talk over us. Like you know the other side wants to talk over us. He wants just silence. He like when we're talking about what peace. That he the, he doesn't want real peace. He wants silence. Like he's trying to silence everything. So he's coming out trying to say all the right things. Like oh yeah, I really care about you know black people. I really care about this. But he just wants peace, in, in his eyes. But for us, it's not peace. You know. So for him, quieting us down, arresting all these people, just shooting tear gas, getting people out of the streets and all that stuff, so the streets go back to what they used to look like, is peace for him. But that's not peace for us. So I'm not with anything that he's talking about. And I don't, I don't care what, like, if he gave you a hug, if he hugged your mama, he did whatever y'all y'all was doing out there in the streets, y'all was fist bumping police officers and doing all that nonsense to me. I'm not with any of that. I don't care if your uncle's a police officer. I don't care if your friend's a police officer. I don't care. I don't I have, care about none of that. Yeah, I have a friend from, from school who's a police officer. I don't care, bro. The, the way the system is set up, if you watched what I saw, I don't care what their individual views are. I don't care if they're the nicest person when they're not in that uniform. When they're in that uniform, they had orders, and their orders were to try and detain as many people, protesters that they could find, tear gas people, and arrest them. Even if their job wasn't to shoot tear gas, their job was to stand there as a wall so people couldn't escape. Exactly. That's, they're so all part of the you're same You're part system. of the problem, bro. Like you're, you're, If you're not with us, man, you're against us at this point, and that's, that's as real as I can say it. And I, There's nothing else. 
I can really like expand on as far as that. And to my third point about like the looting and the like the violence and stuff like that is a little bit about what we talked about earlier is what in this world has been accomplished like not through violence. Like, please, somebody, like, if you have information on this, please tell me yeah. what has been accomplished. I don't Let's understand see some that. radical change that's happened that it, no violence at all was, was was a part of. Let me, let me, yeah, y'all inform us. Yeah, please tell me, because I don't understand how you can celebrate the 4th of July, but then tell me, Get oh, don't here, be bro. violent. I don't see how you can be such a Second Amendment supporter and then tell me non-violence. All those people that was lined up, them regular people, non-cops, non-military. First of all, I hate y'all are the worst. I hate them, <laughs> the civilian super soldiers, bro. Yeah, that y'all, y'all ain't police be officers, ain't military, ain't none of that. Don't want to be out there in the trenches with the real ones. Stop. But y'all want to like put on all this combat gear and carry all these assault weapons and stuff like that. On the side of the street. Yeah, what kind of hypocrite? Like, what, what kind, kind of, of hypocrite are you? These are the same people that's telling us to not be violent, but they intimidating people and terrorizing people. Yeah, on the and, street, and, and they're with, they're going out there ready to take someone's life because they said they saw some people either breaking windows or taking things from people's stores and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, when I was over there looting Target or whatever, like, I'm like, bro, I'm seeing people run out of there with lamps and and just random random items. I'm like, that's worth someone's life to you. So first of all, yeah. you're not Target, so I don't even know what your what yeah, your I don't beef know what is. This, like Target literally came out and said we can replace all this stuff. Like Which I don't know everyone, what y'all are tripping about. Like, everyone out here should be have that mentality where it's like, bro, I can replace all this stuff. A lot of people, uh, most you can't people replace I, people's lives. Exactly, man. most people I know, I, I, you know, if you ever parked your car somewhere and like someone broke into your car and took your things, everybody's had that feeling. It's annoying. It pisses you off and stuff like that. But no things, I'm not gonna trade for a human life. It's not that serious, bro. Like y'all over here, like trying to understand, trying to say i i want to be out there and kill people because there's some people which is not everybody because everybody was looting it would look a lot different first of all we have seventy thousand people out there if y'all if they really wanted to loot bro all of downtown bro there would have been nothing left of downtown exactly bro, like, that. like y'all don't y'all don't understand it's not the majority of people looting anywhere anyway but still y'all over here with guns out ready to shoot y'all don't like that's not your job one two like I just don't understand how you become. You can only get put in that situation if you already have the mindset that you don't care about black lives. Like you really are ready to just dispose of people's bodies and people's lives. So that's the only way that you're that eager to be out there with a assault rifle standing on the side of the street. That's that's a fact of it, bro. You're a coward, bro. Like and that's the most honest and disrespectful. And I mean that with all disrespect, bro. You're a coward, <laughs> all bro. Disrespect. Like, if you really wanted to be like that and be out there, bro, go join the military and be in them trenches for real, bro. Yeah. Go get shipped overseas where them those people over there are fighting for what they believe in and they killing people for what they believe in. Yeah. And see, and they just as highly trained, bro. So yeah, go, go out there in, in them trenches and see, not trying to shoot unarmed people that's looting the store. Fact. The way people cope or excuse me, the way people cape for these big corporations is bananas to me. They crazy. fucking y'all. They don't care about right. y'all. These corporations don't, don't give nothing about, don't give no shits about y'all. Y'all caping for there. them. I don't like, know how y'all get there. Shucking and jiving for these big companies, bro. Like, <laughs> I, don't I don't know how y'all get bro. there. Like, I could never. People was uh, caping for Chase, for Chase Bank. And these banks literally charge you for being poor. What sense? Like, what sense <laughs> I, does I that make? I don't understand. They're just holding your money, them, bro. bro. Like, like, what are you talking about? Like, y'all have no, like, Chase has no allegiance to y'all. The second y'all account is out of money, they're going to close that. You know, if y'all owe them money, they're going to ask for that. They're going to put interest exactly. on Exactly. I don't know what y'all are acting like. Y'all have like, some type of relationship with Chase. Like, y'all really fuck with each other like that, bro. Like, <laughs> like that's not y'all people. Like, I don't get this, what's going on I don't get out it, here bro. in these like, streets. 
And like, then the way the way white people I've seen too many white people deflect. Oh, before I get to that point, let me let like let me just make this very clear. I've already lost like friends to this, and I can't even say lost. I've cut people off. And Thanks. if you hear this and I've cut you off, yes, I'm talking about you. And <laughs> I've lost friends because if you if you tweet if you voted for Donald Trump, you're out of there. If Thanks. you tweeted not all white people, not all cops, anything related to that, you're out of there. If you tweet <laughs> about disrespecting the flag, you're out of there, bro. Block, block. I'm blocking I'm everybody, done. bro. I'm done, done with you. We don't need to have a relationship because I can see the way you think. I don't need for you to explain yourself. I don't need to hear nothing you have to say, bro. Yeah. You told me everything that I needed to know It's already. been too long. There's been too many examples. Yeah. We explained ourselves too many times. I'm not explaining myself no more. It's over. Like I, That's what I was, other thing I was telling people. I'm like, I put it on my Facebook. Like This is the last statement I'm going to make. And I'm not arguing with nobody in no comments. Nope. I'm not doing it nowhere. I'm not doing it on Instagram. I'm not doing it on Twitter. I'm not arguing nobody. Don't call my phone. Not I'm about this. To... Not about Black Lives Matter. And no, I'm not arguing nobody about that. And that's what I was telling people. I was like, hey, if you know me and you have a problem with what I'm saying, you can pull up straight up. Or either that or shut up. We're not arguing. Yeah, I'm not I'm arguing. Not, I'm there's, done there's arguing. There's no more arguing. People, bro, like... I'm, and I really mean that. Like every word that I'm saying, I really mean that. I'm not arguing. So. That's just where we are with it because there's nothing to argue. I don't know why we was arguing about it before because I remember back in the day, like 2015, 2016, there was a lot of going yeah, back and forth. Yeah, a lot forth. of going back and forth with these All Lives Matter bullshit. Yeah. And what really pisses me off about All Lives Matter is it's never used in its own entirety. It's only used as a comeback to Black Lives Matter. Like, literally, when, somebody let me know if y'all have ever heard All Lives Matter just stand alone as its entirety. Have you ever seen an All Lives Matter protest, All Lives Matter rally, All Lives Matter anything, bro? Never. Like, and, and, I, and then they, they'll put out this. They'll, I've seen people put out these stupid statistics, which it just tells me people didn't, you know, under, don't understand. Don't understand statistics. how statistics work. So they'll put out, like, oh, more white people are killed than black people by the cops. But it's like, no, not by percentage. Not by how percentage, many yeah. Black people there are. Like if you actually look at it, like black men are twice as more likely than than all the than any other demographic, at least to be killed by the cops. So I'm like, you know, they're putting out statistics, but they're not looking into them. But I'm saying, even if you were, you felt that way, you all lives matter people. Y'all should be posting all the videos of white people getting killed by the cops. Then yeah, then like they, you know what I mean. They like really matter that much. Don't bro, do it when we hashtag yeah. and do it whenever it's going on with y'all people because yeah. apparently they getting killed out here too. So y'all y'all go ahead and do that. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand what we are, what we're arguing about. Because people just don't like to hear that Black Lives Matter. It's crazy to it's crazy to say, but there's people who just don't like the way that sounds. They don't yeah, like. They that. don't like that. It, like, I don't know why it makes some people uncomfortable. You, that's a hey, that's a fight you and that's God a need you to problem, have. Bro, I'm like, not talking to you about it. That's what I'm saying. That's a you problem. We're not talking yeah. no more. And the problem, what I was going getting getting into in my original point was that. Um, white people always deflect it. They either personalize it. Oh well, you're attacking me as a person. They either personalize it or they deflect it to something else, completely different, like to a completely different topic. Talk about the flag and disrespecting the military and disrespecting this country and all that other nonsense. And we gonna get into the flag and all this other bullshit later. Nonsense. But I just don't get it. Like, why deflect, bro? Just acknowledge the fact that we matter, bro. That's all. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. That's all we want is acknowledgement and fair treatment and respect as a as a as a human being. Exactly. Like. I don't, I don't get it, bro. Somebody make it make sense, bro. Like it, I don't. It just won't. It just won't make sense to these people. And that's what we're saying. Like it's no more. Yeah, it, it's it's that simple, and there's no more reason to argue. We're not gonna be because it's 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 always on black people to explain their pain, explain, yeah, explain the things that are going on, explain what's going on. It's like, bro, you got Google. Like you go look it up. Like people have, and way smarter people, like people who are way more educated about these topics than me and Mel, 
have been out here talking about it, writing articles, writing think pieces, you know, tweeting, like putting out videos. Bro, it's out there. Y'all are trying not to find these things. Y'all are trying to find things to try and disprove, literally disprove an idea that Black Lives Matter, which is crazy to me. Exactly. Like y'all are trying to find statistics like, well, it's not that bad and all this stuff. Like, bro, no. Y'all see what's happening in the country? This doesn't happen if things aren't that bad. People agree and people understand the pain that's going on out here because they've been close to it. And they've seen either someone in their family's been affected or we've had our own run-ins with the police officers. It was just bullshit. Exactly. So we are, we're for real. Like, you know, no one's making this up. No one likes this feeling. No one likes doing this stuff. But, you know, people are going to keep trying to, you know, you know, try and take away from what we're doing, deflect, like you said, and I don't know why. I just don't get it. So, and back to the, the the Trump point, yeah, if you if you support Trump in any kind of way, you voted for Trump, bro, I don't ever, I don't want to hear anything you have to say, bro. I don't want no interaction with you. Like, it, it was, it was bad before, bro, but everything that he's been saying and doing now, and like, I don't even really want to get this too much light, bro, because I don't, want to deal with Trump at all, bro. I don't want to give him any, any, any more like shine than he's already got. Honestly, if you still following Trump, bro, me and you have a problem, bro. I I don't get that. I I saw a lot of my, I saw a lot of my people on Twitter. Y'all got to explain that one to me. For real, explain that one to me because especially, like all the other people, you know, I'm already annoyed, but especially black people. I'm like, why are y'all following this? How are y'all following this dude, bro? Like, it's not funny anymore, bro. Like, it really never has been funny, bro. It never has been, but I, but yeah, for real, right it's now, like it's like right now, it's not funny no. anymore. Why are y'all still following y'all this dude stop and giving that. this dude attention, bro? Like, I don't understand, bro. Like, it's it, it's yeah, it's beyond me. So y'all y'all gotta let me know why y'all still following that that man. Yeah, like, it we don't, don't make have no to have sense a conversation about that. Real talk, and I'm yeah. I'm I'm telling you straight up, and I'm not gonna argue. Like we, <laughs> we just up. I'm gonna tell you how I feel and why you wrong. And yeah, some of these things continue, are not negotiable. Anymore. Yeah, if you want to continue, then you're entitled to your wrong ass opinion, bro. Like everybody would be like you're. You're entitled to your opinion. Okay, yeah, but you're entitled to your wrong-ass opinion, bro. I'm not... And I'm entitled to not talk to you and not fuck with you at all. Exactly. We're not dapping up. We're not doing none of that if I see you. Trust me. Don't call my phone. (laughs) No. The fact that... Don't comment on none of my stuff either. I'm telling you, I'm not arguing with you. So you're going to be talking to yourself. It's not happening. The fact that I had, like, white people that I considered friends for the longest, bro, and throughout this whole situation, never reached out, never wanted to see if I was okay, Never wanted to hear my like my feelings as a black man about everything that's going on. But then I get on a TL and you retweet and stuff about not all cops are bad and uh, not all white people are bad it and is. looting is wrong and stuff like that. And back to the back to the looting point. This country was looted. This the entire country. This man Christopher Columbus came over here. And said, I discovered a new land when there's already people here. What kind of shit is that? That's like me coming in to your house, kicking your front door in and be like, damn, I just discovered a new house. This is mine now. <laughs> like, nonsense. That's, that's looted. This country was found. Like, literally, y'all. And the crazy thing is, if you ask people, what, why is this country? Like, the way that we treated Native Americans, like, we've, we've pushed. Like, they, they're here still. You know, we pushed them to reservations. They're very limited. We killed so many. Like, as America, they've killed so many Native Americans. Um, and push them into like completely being uh, like in these oppressed situations where their voices aren't heard. So it's so much so that like people literally forget that they're still here. Um, how did we get here? Like everything that happened with it, it's all violence. Like yeah, that's, it's that's all how looting, it all happened. rioting and violence, bro. And, like and literally we, black people still be slaves if it wasn't for violence. Like literally they have to have a whole war about whether they should be slaves or not, whether we should keep slavery or going or not. Yeah. So they have to have a whole about? war about it. It's just what just to say whether they're humans. 
whether a property or human. That's what that's what we needed. We couldn't like you know what I mean. There's no other way that that happened other than violence and being forced. Some states being forced to say we acknowledge them as humans, even though they didn't like it. They had to deal with that, and we still see the repercussions of that today. The Civil Rights Act stopped acting like the Civil Rights Movement was all peaceful. It was not. And stop acting like it was so long ago. Like yeah. we should move on. Like. We're not that far removed from civil rights movement, Jim Crow laws, no. and like segregation and all that stuff. We are not that far removed from that stuff. That was what, 50, 60 years ago? Yeah. Like you know 50, I mean? 60 like, years. That's not, that's, that's one person's lifetime, yeah, bro. Most like, people's parents. Our grandparents, are that, are that, like, yeah. yeah, like our grandparents went through this shit, like for real, for real. Like we're yeah. out here. And so, some don't of your act friends' like, parents went through that. Exactly. You know what I mean? They was, they was going through it where schools are just getting desegregated. And things like that, like that's new. That's new as hell, you know. And we we live in the south. We know it's still some like some bullshit that goes on in the south that doesn't go on other places. And like people are still bitter about like having like letting literally black people vote and have rights, the same rights that they have. They people are very bitter about that around. I.e. Vider, Texas, bro. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like literally that that whole. For those of y'all don't who are non-Texans that are listening to this, bro, if you're in Texas, you know about Vider, so I really don't have to even explain it. But this is for the people who are non-Texans. And Vider, Vider is just one of those towns. It's in East Texas. It's on, off of I-10 on the way to Louisiana. You can't, like, miss it if you're leaving from Houston and going to Louisiana. Yeah. It's on the way. And it's just one of those towns. You better make sure you have gas. Yeah, don't stop there. Don't You better make sure your tire doesn't go flat there. <laughs> You go straight through that hoe and you don't stop, bro. Like, because it's literally a KKK town. It used to be a um, what they used to call a sundown town. For those, for those of y'all who don't know from the South what a sundown town is, a sundown town is basically there better not be any black people here at sundown, bro. It's going to be a problem for y'all. And they've literally had KKK rallies to this day in yeah. Ryder, Texas. Not, and, not like, we're not saying that as like, oh, they're really, no, literally like KKK rallies. Like yeah, real, like real. organized out in public, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, like this is for real, for real. At your local coffee shop, bro. And KKK this is to this rallies, day. Like, bro, y'all could, like, like this is happening right now. Like, you know, 2020, this is happening. This is how it is over there. And, and, and they're kind of open about it. Like it's known that way. And, you know, things like that exist still to this day. You know, like people, I don't know why people keep trying to put racism and, uh, you know, just the oppression so far behind us, like things are so much better. So now. much better. But people not. are still dealing with this stuff. We still got to navigate in our minds. Like, should we be out there? It, it, uh, like, you know what I mean? Where, where should we go? Where should we stop? Things like that. You know, we drove, I did a road trip, like with my family, you know, we've done road trips across the South, like going to Alabama, going to Florida, going to different places, bro. You pick and choose how you move. Like we, we're not dumb. Everybody's yeah. not dumb. You got to be pick and choose how you move. And that's not something that we should deal with, but it's something that we do like yep. for real. Like there's just certain places as black people we just don't go. You just facts. You don't stop. The whole state of Mississippi you're going straight through that joint. <laughs> going you know, right like, through it. You're going straight through that joint. I make sure I'm gassed up before I leave Alabama, and then yep. I'm going straight through Mississippi. I'm yep. not stopping. There. You only like, go to big cities in Alabama too. You do not go to fucking small ass towns in Alabama. Yeah, that's fucking nah. crazy. I used to live in Alabama for a while, but I lived in Huntsville, and yeah. so it was mostly black people in like Huntsville, like Huntsville, Mobile. Yeah, we stopped in Mobile. It's like a it's like a lot of black people in like. In those towns, but certain parts of Alabama too. You like you don't want to get caught out there, bro. You're not trying to get caught out there, but yeah, man, that's that's really how we're feeling about this whole situation. Um, transitioning to it's a related topic, but a little bit more light, um, <laughs> a little bit more lighthearted. 
we're gonna get off this Jason Whitlock slander too. Like, oh yeah, Jason Whitlock. I've been waiting to get this slander off on Jason that Whitlock. We were us as black people. We're so tired of you, bro. And he finally got let go from Fox. Finally, thank you. Thank I don't want to see this bro. man. Like, on, I don't want to see this on no network again. ever again, bro. Please For those don't. of y'all who don't or aren't involved in sports, don't know who Jason Whitlock is. Jason Whitlock is what we like to call a coon, a for a, real coon, a full life, full fledged <laughs> coon, and. For those of you that don't get the reference, bro, coon for black people as calling another person a coon is basically like you you cape for white people no matter if they're wrong or right. You think everything black culture is bad. Is bad. He's a he's like a like literally like the definition of coon. Like what you're saying, he does the exact stuff. Like he he coming out talking about oh hip hop is the reason that the black community is fucked up. Uh, yeah, honestly, like, I'm like, bro. How like if I saw Jason Whitlock, like, I had to smack that that boy's <laughs> head, bro. That ball head, I'm gonna smack the shit out that man's head. Like, it's almost shocking that like you almost can't believe that a person like couldn't think the way that they do. It's sad. And it, it doesn't make any sense. Like you, you'll be shocked. Like you know, if you're someone who's not like like we said, if you're someone who's not into sports. Most of the sports people know Jason Whitlock is a fucking cool, but. <laughs> If you uh not into sports, literally just look up some videos. Of just Jason, Jason like just like, just, just saying listen, stupid, just stupid saying, stuff, saying nonsense, slandering like black athletes for nothing, basically. Like. Literally, every black athlete who talks who comes out speaks against violence. Like he, of course, he hated Colin Kaepernick, which I already know. Just how, based on our description, you should yeah, already know. Like, he was, you should already know how he, he, he hated that more than anything. But he just hates any black athlete. Like he hated when LeBron and them were talking about the I can't breathe shirts. He, and he, the like, Donald Sterling thing, Donald like, he, Sterling was, he, stuff. he was hating on all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah all that stuff he was he, he was just being a coon about, like literally. Just, the only, I don't know. The only black person I've ever seen him support was Patrick Mahomes, and he's half white, bro. So yeah, for sure. That's probably the only reason why. He, yeah, exactly. Like, he just acknowledges the <laughs> the white half, bro. He doesn't. Even, he's he like, doesn't want to acknowledge the other half. He's like Uncle Ruckus coming to real life. Thank <laughs> you. That's the perfect. He's literally. Uncle, he looks like him too. Yeah. So <laughs> they built the same. Uncle Ruckus. To be honest. <laughs> They got the same build. <laughs> He's literally Uncle Ruckus personified, like as a real life person in real life, yeah. just without the the outlandish jokes yeah, and stuff he, like ain't that. Ain't shit funny with him. That's the yeah, that's the worst part. <laughs> that's the worst part. And shout out to Lavar Ball because Lavar Ball said the only thing Jason Whitnock needs to be commenting on is snacks, bro. That's that, fact. That. He, he don't need to be talking about nothing, nothing else. else but snacks, bro. Yeah, Hostess, the year two thousand snacks, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. I hate that man, bro. And For so sure. I, I'm so happy he got fired from Fox. Uh, Thank the Lord, that man is. And that's crazy. There. Think about it. You know how bad you gotta be to get fired from Fox. I know that <laughs> like, was like even that was like, bro, you, you, no one fucking with you. Let me just tell you right now, no one's fucking with you. Like, do you know how bad you have to be to, to get fired from Fox? Like, Fox is the same news network that let this lady slander LeBron James, talk about and Kevin Durant talking about shut up and dribble. But then yesterday, talking about Drew Brees, he's just a person. He deserves to have his opinions too. Like, ass. this is the same Fox network. And so you know how bad you have to be to be fired from Fox Network, bro. So hey, that's a lesson for all you coons out there. Y'all keep going around cooning and doing all the stupid stuff that y'all doing, trying to praise corporate white America, trying to be accepted and all that stuff. End of the day, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't. And you're gonna be out of there. So, you know, yeah. like they, as soon as they can, they're getting you out of there because you're not no, you're not shit to them, bro. Like I don't understand how y'all don't get that fucking, you know, just literally selling out your people just to feel that you're, you know getting it better getting in better with like the upper people in your company man 
the fuck out of here. And that's a, that's why that boy's jobless right now. Yeah, they don't, don't give a fuck. All that cooning you did didn't do shit. They'll be cooning and shucking and jiving for these like for these corporations and these white pro these white folks and the clout and stuff like that. That includes all the people who have been like quote unquote canceled like on social media. Oh yeah, and I, don't get me wrong, I hate cancel culture, bro. Yeah, like, like it's annoying. Culture. Like, but at this point, bro, you got to be able to read the room and you got to understand like Facts. what the real issue is at hand, bro. And so there's not just white people that's getting canceled too. Black people have been get, getting canceled the past couple of days yep. too. A lot of, of black influencers statements. getting canceled. And like getting canceled. And for I'm not defending none of them. None of them, bro. <laughs> I don't want to hear your apologies. Nope. I don't want to hear none of that stuff, bro. Nope. Like, because you had your opportunity to use your platform to be positive and get your message off. The only reason why you apologize now is because you see the backlash yeah. that's come from this Y'all stuff. Y'all losing you followers. Losing, yeah, you're losing followers, losing support. This is how losing all your support. Like, losing, yeah, losing your money, whatever y'all was selling, anything y'all was selling on y'all pages, all that stuff is drying up. And the people who are backing y'all, who are like giving y'all stuff to sell, people who are going to try and give y'all opportunities, they see that your following is falling off. They don't want the y'all. Yeah, they pulling the plug. They don't want y'all. Whatever corporate you know, relationships y'all was trying to preserved by acting all coonish and whatever they don't want y'all without us yeah we, like, we was the reason that y'all had a following we was the reason that y'all were marketable so certain black influencers read the room if your support is coming from black people just because the people who actually sign you on a contract are paying you they're paying you because they think that you have support they're th- paying you because they think they can bring your followers into them exactly so we st- so that's still your base y'all should have read the room way before y'all open your goddamn mouth and the other thing that bothers me is like why would y'all think all the stuff that's going on? I just don't understand any black person who comes out and your first response is to criticize black people when shit like this is going. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah, I, just don't well, get that. I don't get it. Bro. I don't like, get that. Like, that was your first either. thought. Like, man, I don't like the way black people respond. Like, you're not going to talk about what's going on for real. Yeah, like, you're not going to talk about the people that was murdered that literally can't like can't come back. And I saw this tweet completely sums it up. For me, and it was like perfect. If I could have retweeted this a hundred times, I would have. But it said, "All this rioting and looting and stuff is not gonna bring George Floyd back." And then somebody replied to it, it was like, "Well, y'all bombing the Middle East isn't gonna bring them Twin Towers back." And I was like, "Facts, well, there it is." And the real, <laughs> what's the real reason they at war? Looting and rioting and stealing. They trying to keep, keep uh, loot those resources, the oil, the gold. All those natural resources that come from the Middle East and African countries Facts. naturally that we don't have over here, they're looting all of that stuff. So yeah. what are we talking about? Just I don't understand. Stealing it, they're going in with like with the military and stealing it. Even though some of the countries in the Middle East, the funny thing is, if you ask them like when George Bush and all them were after they were like, oh, weapons of mass destruction, that's why we're in Iraq, blah, blah blah, and then that was all bullshit. Then they were like, oh, we're going there to liberate those countries and bring democracy to those countries. Oh, so y'all going over there for freedom? So y'all, so it's cool when y'all fight, yeah. And y'all kill people for freedom. freedom. That's cool. Yeah, that's it's, it's cool. That's that's the cool time to do it. You but know when what we mean? want freedom, but yeah, and we're not even killing people. Yeah, bro. we're not like, killing. People. We just want equality. We're not even trying to kill y'all. But you know, push comes to shove, we'll see what goes on. But that's not even a point. We was never trying to even go to real war with y'all. We just wanted freedom. We just wanted y'all to reform the things that go on in this country and stop letting people be able to act that way. And you know, look where we are. People telling us this is not the way. And that's always been the American way to me. Yeah. As far as I've seen that's, it. That's, that, that's been the way of the world. Since Facts. since the death of Jesus Christ, for those of us who believe in Christianity, since the death of Jesus Christ, everything that's been accomplished in this world has been done through violence. All violence. these revolutions, these independent countries, the everything. whole existence of this country any, was through violence. Any like, country a whole that, war. Lo- that got free, um, anything like that, it happened because of war. 
because some kind of revolution, some type of overthrowing of power. And it very, I mean, I'm not going to say never, but very rarely has it happened through complete peace, like peaceful protests. It's not, it's not something you could give me at least five examples of, I promise you. And what's mind boggling to me is the Republicans who are on the other side, like opposing this, when the whole stance of the right and the GOP is supposed to be government doesn't get involved. We're supposed to have the power, not the government overthrow unjust like government and get them out of power. Yeah. People try to control us too much, but then when we try to do it, it's a problem. It's a problem. Like I don't understand. All of a sudden that's a problem. I don't get that. And y'all will serve these corporations and the government for the free. Like, Y'all coming out here with your Superman capes on, <laughs> want to be Billy Badass, bro. Like, they stopped making guns when they made yours. Because trust me, they did not. They did not stop making guns not. when they made yours. You are not bulletproof, nope. bro. We protecting ourselves, too. We got the Second Amendment, too. Yeah. We all armed over here, too. So we don't play that shit, exactly. bro. But Everything that y'all believe that y'all have, we, you know, we, we come in. You know, we got the same shit. So just, just so y'all know. Yeah, like just like <laughs> whatever y'all think is going on, like like because that's that's the other thing. It's not gonna go the way you think it's gonna go, man. I promise, man. Like y'all, and that's the other thing. And we could might be maybe transition off this. It's like I feel like it's something about white people where they feel like like if, if even if they don't think that we're not citizens, like we're not also part of the country, or like you know Americans or whatever. It's like they think they're like super Americans. Like they yeah, like, like they, they we the real Americans yeah, and y'all are cool. You know, yeah, y'all can do y'all thing. We, but the, we the real Americans. real Americans. Like you know, I'm like bro. Y'all being y'all super caping for police officers and the military and all that stuff don't make you more American than other people, bro. I don't care what you say. And you being white definitely don't make you more American yeah, than anybody else. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Cause y'all like y'all immigrants. Your ancestors were immigrants. Yeah. Y'all either were immigrants or y'all stole land like uh um like all the other white people across the world that Facts. colonized areas and stuff like Everywhere. that. Everywhere. But that is a perfect transition to talking about Drew Brees' bitch ass. We're gonna get off slander for you too, bro. Like, yeah. don't, don't worry. It, it didn't stop don't at worry. Whitlock. Yeah, it's, it's your turn, bro. Like, <laughs> it didn't stop at Whitlock. Don't yeah, worry. We don't we worry. have something for you. It's your turn, man. Drew Brees, head ass. Fuck you. Like, oh, facts. <laughs> like, fuck you and that flag, bro. I just wanted to get that off, and I'm sorry for my language. I really am, bro. But I had to get that off, bro, because, like, not only was your stance completely off, like, topic and off point, you just completely just missed the whole like bro. purpose, bro. Like, I don't understand. They talking about. So for those of y'all who don't know. Like I said, if you don't know what's going on, you've been living under a rock and you really like, I hate this word, but you like, you need to get woke, bro. Like you need to inform yourself, bro. And like, for real facts. But for those of y'all who don't know, Drew Brees was interviewed by Yahoo. I think what was yesterday? It was yesterday. Yeah. And they asked him what, how does he feel about when the NFL season comes back about his teammates kneeling or people in the league kneeling because they obviously know that it's gonna be a thing, bro. Like, and I'm I'm yeah. with that. I can honestly say right now, I will never stand for another pledge. I'm never celebrating yeah. another Fourth of July or none of that. Like, yeah, sorry if that hurts you, but like, I'm never again, it. bro. I don't care how many uh how many white people get mad at me. I'm never taking off my hat for that that pledge, that flag. That flag doesn't mean anything to me, bro. Like, and that's just real. Like, I'm gonna sit my happy black ass down. And enjoy my seat while all of you motherfuckers stand, bro. Like that's Facts. that's just real. I, I and, I've been on that for a minute, but like right now, I'm really really on that. Like you know, I'm not like before. I was just like, bro, I'm not doing it. But now I'm like, you know, I'm making it a point to yeah not to do it. making an emphasis to not like 
for it to not be relevant. Yeah. But back to the point, Drew Brees responded by saying, um, like he will never accept disrespect of the flag, meaning like kneeling is disrespecting the flag and that he's not going to accept that and he's never going to be okay with that because his grandparents served in the military and all this other nonsense that really doesn't even matter. Yeah, but he said all this nonsense about oh, I think about my two grandfathers. I think about yeah, think about the two grandfathers. World War Two, as if black people wasn't also well, was fighting like, oh, in World War exactly. II. Like what? Like, what are what we you talking about? about? And then yeah. the other thing he said also, he was like, I think about like the civil rights era. I was like, bro, don't ever, don't ever bring up the civil rights don't era, bro. Ever please. in your life be like, I think the American flag is great because of the civil rights era, bro. What are you talking about? Like, like you saying all that tells us is that it took y'all literally two hundred plus years of black people being in this country involuntarily for y'all to be like, oh, those are people and they deserve the same equality that we do. Not even like, the same, bro, under the law. They weren't we weren't even written into the constitution to begin with. And Nonsense. me and my dad have a running joke um about like constitution thumpers and oh you violating my constitutional right, those kind of people. And we always say it don't apply to us because we weren't written into the Constitution. Like no. they had to amend it, quote unquote, yeah, to write us in. Like, like it, and not even like a First or Second Amendment. It was like thirteen, bro. 14, that was 15, deep, that bro. Was deep like, in that bitch before they started the talking about black people. Like, oh shit, you, what you think we should do? Yeah, like, and they was fighting about that shit too. Like it wasn't like everybody was like, oh yeah, it's about time. No, no, that's like, not what the conversation that happened. And then like voting didn't come to like, or voting for black women and women in general didn't come to like the twentieth. Like amendment. That's so what I'm saying. What like, we talk, like, a, a lot of American history is bullshit. They, they had it was literally just white men voting for a minute, and, and I was like, bro, we we just going off the decisions that only white men was making when other people were here. It's crazy because I learned this from Call of Duty, but history is written by the winner, bro. Yeah, history is written by the winner. So I guarantee you, if you go over and ask some like old, like British people who like really know their history and shit like that, what they think about the American Revolution, they have a completely different story, bro, than how yeah. we tell it in our history books. Exactly. Um, but we won. We, quote unquote. Yeah, we, America won. America won. So they get to write the, the history books. But guess what? Now it's our turn to write the history books, yeah. bro. So We're not getting written out this time. Yeah, we're not getting written out this no, time. Nothing man. that's going on. Like, I'm not, I'm not letting, I'm never going to let that happen. Like, I like that. And then our generation is changing because it's certain things that certain things that are just so bullshit that we're just letting go by. Like we was we still was having like I mean it's still there technically Columbus Day and shit like that. Yeah, who? Columbus. Man, well, who? fuck that nigga <laughs> uh, for real. Fuck that nigga. I'm not I'm not with none of that shit. And there's no reason that we should have ever ever celebrated, had, celebrated Columbus. Columbus. Day, what did Columbus do for this country? Stop that. That's one. That's nonsense. Two. He was a piece of shit. <laughs> like yeah. just straight up. So three. I'm just like. Like that's not a holiday that the nation should celebrate, given the way our nation looks. Like that's not doesn't make any sense to me. Exactly. And but back to the Drew Brees point yeah, and Drew the fact Brees that like they always try to make it about like the actual flag instead of the people that the country is supposed to represent. Deflecting. Like and the fact that we're American too, bro. Like like you just said, like they think they're like super Americans. Or bro, something. I swear. Like there wasn't black people serving in the military <laughs> at the same time as your weak ass grandfathers and all of this other shit. <laughs> they thought like, was doing shit. Like, they everybody putting was work. contributing, bro. Like people's getting drafted, bro. Like Facts. I don't understand. Like what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Your your grandparents and don't disrespect the flag and stuff like that. I seen a tweet yesterday and it was like uh white people 
white people love the American flag like they was born or like they was there when they created that motherfucker, bro. <laughs> bro and I'm facts. like, I don't get it, bro. Like they love that flag so <laughs> they much. They love that flag too much. And bro. even people that served in the military will tell you it's never about the flag. It's about the people in the country, bro. Facts. We're fighting for your right to protest, bro. We're not we're fighting, not fighting for, for the for, flag, We're not fighting bro. for the actual flag. Doof. What the fuck are you talking about? Y'all y'all are doofs, bro. <laughs> <For> like <real. laughs> Like what's wrong with y'all, bro? Y'all are some real idiots, for real. Like I just don't understand that. Like Stop stop deflecting to the flag and actual first of all, d- never try and defend the national anthem. That's bro, crazy. That's crazy. Don't defend the national anthem. That stop song it. is racist as hell, bro. Like they <laughs> they completely wrote that part out. They bro, just bro. Were like they're just like, hey, let's just not do the second verse. Yeah, they don't don't do the second <laughs> verse. Go look up the original uh uh national anthem and the original Star Spangled Banner. First of all, I'm pretty sure the dude that wrote the Star Spangled Banner was a slave owner, bro. But um Come on now. Let's let's and that's a song that they still want us to sing and stand for. It. Are y'all crazy? Are you insane, bro? bro like like that? I, that's what I'm saying. Like, are y'all really insane? Like, I don't know why y'all think black people should have this crazy respect for all these stupid American symbols that were still like the things that were happening in this country. All the stuff that y'all want to, you know, say that happened. Whenever slavery, whenever segregation was still happening, Jim Crow, all those things were still happening. There was still that flag flying over this goddamn country. Oh, uh, so that symbol is not a symbol that we look for for freedom. What? That was the same symbol that was over us. Well, it was, you know, yeah, things exactly. weren't, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't understand that. Exactly. And, and to another point about the, the flag is the crazy part about it is white people love saying don't disrespect the flag, but they do it all the time. Like, it's literally in the Constitution. The flag should not be worn as clothing and stuff like that. So all you motherfuckers wearing flag American flag t-shirts and, and bikinis all and, bikinis and, and all this stuff. and crop tops and all that stuff painting on your face and nonsense you're disrespecting the flag apparently bro apparently. So, so y'all stop disrespecting the flag too <laughs> like I don't understand all you people that have them on the like waving on the back of your trucks and shit y'all are disrespecting the flag disrespectful too. So, bro like I don't understand like I don't, yeah I don't I don't get it bro like I don't I don't get what's what's going on with y'all like you're really tripping and Drew Brees you're around way too many black people to be that angry yeah bro. you're in New Orleans bro like they New Orleans resurrected your career, bro. Facts. Like that, like, like the, the way city that of New the Orleans city of New Orleans supported you, bro. And it's crazy because I seen them out here, and now they turning because they they really shocked that you was really like that. Could have yeah, come out like, be really that ignorant. It, yeah, it's still so, you know what I mean. It's still to this day, like I just don't understand how you got to that point. And you saying stuff that we all know is just like like we said, it was never about the flag. We already know Colin Kaepernick was not kneeling about. Like, the flag. Yeah, y'all acting exactly. like he was saying like let's change the flag. Like you know what I yeah, mean? Like, like that's not what he. About? That's not what he. Even though about. sidebar, we should change the flag. Yeah, but, I mean, we uh, should. I mean, that's what we on. But he wasn't even on that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm way like I, that's what I try to tell people like, bro, I'm way more like radical or liberal than a lot of the people that y'all already telling to to stop talking and y'all trying to get them to stop talking. I'm way on another end. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like I would have like I was whenever they were talking about Colin Kaepernick and kneeling and all that stuff. I was like. Yo, if he did more than that, I'll be cool with it. I'll be cool with it, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he was doing more, but he was doing really minimum, like, you know, stuff. But then y'all made it to the epic proportions of him doing, like, literally just taking a knee, not saying nothing, not doing anything, not writing nothing on his cleats, not writing nothing on his face, anything like that. He wasn't doing nothing like that. And y'all still were just, you know, up in arms. And all he said he he was doing it for was because of police brutality in this country. And he did that in, like, 2015 or, yeah, 2015-ish and look where we are now. And so they, he wasn't on some bullshit. Like, this is really stuff that's happening. And they made it a big deal because they tried to say uh, over some, some fucking pig socks. Like, he wore pig socks to practice Stop. for one day. And they was like, oh, what's wrong with him? He's such a hateful person. And stuff like that. Like, bro, what? if y'all don't get out of here, bro. What's, what is the sensitivity, bro? I swear, especially I'm I, in one demographic for sure, it's white people in general, white women especially. The, the free, like how fragile y'all be is is out of my 
like I can never even imagine. Like this yes. shit is the it's, fragility is is out of there. Like y'all have to be tougher than that. Like y'all have to. Like it don't make any sense. Y'all talking about pig socks? He talking about someone dying, like for real dying. Like he talking about people Life's dying. At gone. The, and yeah. y'all like, oh, it's just as bad because he wore pig socks. Like he's just as much of the problem, huh? Like y'all have to explain that one to me too. Bro. They always try to justify it. Then that that is the that's literally the worst part about this whole ordeal is they always try to justify. It. They always have to say, oh well, he was a criminal back in two thousand and six, as if criminal like being a criminal and breaking the law doesn't like equates to you should be dead. Like Ooh. I don't understand. If that was the point, then we shouldn't have prison. We should just kill everybody, right? Bro. Yeah. Like exactly. if you break the law, then you should just die, right? Like, yeah. It, it don't there's make no any point sense. in having the whole prison system in the first place. Yeah, but the prison reform is a completely different topic for a completely different day. Yeah, but we're not even going to get into all of that. No, but it's like, just nonsense where people are like, "Oh, you, you know, you had criminal, like you did something criminal in the past or something like that." I'm like, "What does that have to do, do with anything?" Because that cop when he stopped him did not know that. Yeah, first of exactly. All, that's first really, of all. Second of all, that's still not a good reason to do any of the shit that he was doing. Resisting but, arrest, none of that shit is cause for nope. for killing somebody nope. unless I am threat in this. The laws in, I mean, every state has different laws, but the laws in Texas are, in layman's terms, basically say that the force that you use on somebody in self-defense should be somewhat equal to what they've used on you to threaten you. Yeah. And so if I'm unarmed, nothing I do to you, unless I got you in a chokehold and I'm about to end your life like they did George Floyd, unless I got you, like, I'm literally threatening your life, bro. You like deadly force should not be exactly the reciprocate of that, bro. Like, yeah. if that's a word, yeah. Like, what he's saying is true. Like, they, they always say, like, you know, your response has to, like, it has to be on par. Like, if, yeah, someone, it has to, if someone pushes you and you end up like shooting, shooting them, that, that's not like, an equal response, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, that, it doesn't make, make any sense. Like, if you don't feel like so, like, someone's not literally attacking you, like, threatening your life, there's no reason that you should be doing anything that could, like, in their, their lives, like, you know. And that's just that's just real. So, to conclude on Drew Brees, we don't want your sorry ass apology. Sorry, I, like, trash apology. He I didn't don't even say anything like like his opinion changed. All he pretty much was saying was like, "I'm sorry for all the." I'm people. sorry I didn't read the room correctly. Like basically, <laughs> like, I'm sorry that I opened my mouth, but my views are still right. Pretty much was what he was. So saying. we don't want that weak ass apology. And the only reason the apology came was because you saw the backlash. So yep. I tweeted earlier. Um, you said all that shit with your chest, so accept the punishment with your chest, bro. Like yep. Like, accept the consequences, bro. Everything you do has good and bad consequences, bro. So, you did something stupid, and if that's how you really feel, then cool. Accept the fucking consequences. Don't try to walk it back because you see you got backlash and all this other stuff, even from your teammates, bro. Like, shout out to Michael Thomas for holding this man accountable, bro. Yeah, for real. And especially coming from him, that means a lot because this dude is throwing you the ball, bro, every game. So, clearly. And they have a great relationship on the field and all that stuff. And I mean, I'm sure they've had a great – they had, like, some type of relationship in in real life. But – and a lot of his former teammates coming out and talking – Talking about yeah. him, talking to him. Current and former, like yeah, current and former, calling and, you out. Like. And and you know it's bad when that happens. Like that's not normal. That's really not normal the way it's going down, um, especially with current teammates. So you know, like you know how bad it is when you do something like that. And you know, I I, I don't really care about his apology. Like you said already, like you could keep that. Yeah, you could have kept your, that in the drafts. So I don't care. Keep your apology. We don't want that. We don't care about the flag. They've been disrespecting us for the last four hundred plus years. So we don't give a shit about don't care the flag, bro. Don't like, care. And I, we too have family that are military. Both of my uncles are military, and they both told me before that we fight for people's rights. We don't fight for a flag. Like we're not blindly fighting for a like for a symbol. For a symbol, 
we're fighting for people's lives. We're fighting for you guys at home. Yeah. And so, yeah, we don't want to hear that stuff. Y'all, you, they didn't stop having military members when your grandparents, like, <laughs> were like, in the bro, military. This man said World War II, like, black people wasn't fighting in World War II. Like, it's very noted. Like, black people were fighting in World War II. And every war since then. And didn't then. get the credit they deserved yeah, never. For, for impacting World War II. But that's yeah. a different topic for a different day. Exactly. Um, Man, to conclude, we didn't get on a brighter note. Um, the NBA is coming back, man. Like, hey, man, they 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 really like are coming for real, which is crazy. July, I'm I'm yeah. excited, man. Like this whole structure, it, it seems like it's gonna be fun and interesting, man. And um, I don't really have a dog in the race right now. Like neither of us do. So yeah, for it, real. I'm gonna be I'm gonna just be enjoying basketball. Yeah, I'm just enjoying honest. basketball because. Our team is out of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's peak for us right now. Yeah, like, so, so it'd be it's uh, been great. It'd be great for the city. I know uh, Houston, like the Rockets, still in. So it'd be great. You know, I'm sure like the city have something to watch together, something to talk about together. It's always fun. That's the great part about sports. Yeah, like you know, you see it on the TL. Everybody's talking about what they saw. Everybody's talking about what's going on. So that's always that's always entertaining. Um, have you seen them? Have they floated an idea of finally trying to do the one through sixteen? Because they feel like it's a great time to try. I like it. It is a great time to try because what do you really have to lose? Like the people who are gonna put first of all, I never I'm never the type to put an asterisk by any championship. Like nah. it's that's not the type of person I am. And it goes both ways. From last year, I don't put an asterisk on last year because Clay and K D got hurt. Like yeah, none of that. I mean, Kawhi got his ring, it's whatever. Injuries are part of the game. Yeah, they won. Uh I don't put an asterisk on twenty twelve. When there was a lockout season, and I hate season when people try and do the lockout. I'm and like, then, nah. what all, what people always do? They always use it to discredit LeBron. Like the reason why I think people would put an asterisk because if the Lakers win it, people are gonna put an asterisk by it because it's LeBron. But they always forget. I think it was twenty two thousand and four, the Spurs championship in two thousand and four. That was a lockout season, but that season was way shorter than the one that happened in twenty twelve. Like they didn't start the season until like. January or February. Yeah, LeBron's so, lockout year wasn't the first lockout year. Yeah, like, like that. You know, what I mean, that's not true. They so. don't put it. They don't put an asterisk by none of Bill Russell's championships because all the good players are in the NBA or in the ABA. Yeah, like they don't put an asterisk by none of that. So there was a lot talking? of going on. Yeah, they, I'm not an asterisk person. So yeah. whoever wins the championship this year, they won, bro. Like they got a ring. I don't want to so, hear none of that the, stuff. Like you still have to work for it. You still have to win. Yeah, you still have to win the game. You have to, have to play, court. and everybody like, went under the same conditions. I. It, it sucks. Like, it's certain people, like, I think I think the Lakers are actually at a disadvantage. Yeah, because like, of home court. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, if you really fought for home court and all that stuff, there's no home court. Yeah, the Lakers and the Bucks are at a big disadvantage. Yeah, like, they, they really went hard the whole season trying to, you know, secure home court and all that stuff and actually care about the regular season. And now, you're looking at it, it's like, uh, didn't really care that much. I mean, it didn't really matter that much. And the other thing that kind of sucks for people is that, you're going under the impression that's East versus West, so you're looking at your matchups. I know some people are like, well, you're not supposed to look at your matchups, whatever. We Everybody know. looks at their we matchups. We already know how right? that goes. Yeah, we know yeah. how so, that goes. They look at their matchups. So certain things would have actually been like beneficial to certain people. Like like people are saying, like if you look at the Clippers road now, that they're the two seed, and then now the way that it's going to shape up is that. They'll be the three seed, I think. Now. Yeah, yeah. They'll be, they'll a, be, three they'll be the three seed they'll now. Be under, Milwaukee will be first, the Lakers will be second, and then they will be third. No, they'll be the four. Because they're supposed to be on the same side as um, what should we call it now? They're on the same side as Milwaukee now. They wouldn't meet the Lakers before the finals. Oh, so it gives a chance okay. for them to meet in the like finals. That. Yeah, but now they have to beat Milwaukee to get to the finals. Oh, they were get to the finals, I like you know? that. Yeah, I like so, that. So that puts them in a weird position. Um, who's second in the East? The Raptors. The Raptors. Yeah, I think their record might be better than theirs. But, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, but um, I like the whole one through sixteen. I really do like. 
I think the one through sixteen. Oh, you're right. So they would be fourth. So as it stands right now, I mean, they said they were going to play. I think what is it like last eight games? Eight somewhere? games, something like that. So yeah. last eight games, or what? What would be the next eight games on the schedule? Yeah. Except for the bottom, the teams, the bottom out. ten teams that are just out, like that have no chance of making the playoffs. So that's like the Cavs, the Warriors, the Hawks, the Pistons, the Knicks, the Bulls, the Suns, the Timberwolves, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, anyone and who's too far out of it, you're anyone out of who's it. too far out of it. But like. The rest of the teams who still have a chance to make the playoffs are going to be in. So I like the whole one through sixteen team team because I want to see the two best teams in the finals. Yeah, like, I mean, I want to see. Great. It'd be great to see some of these matchups though. The uh, Lakers and Clippers finals, like yeah. if it happens, that's, but they would have to be Milwaukee. But yeah, that'd be crazy. That'd be that. You see, that's that's the thing. It's like that could be crazy. People, uh, a lot. Of, another thing that I saw people didn't like <laughs> is that this was setting up so LeBron gets to play Toronto again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Lowry LeBron sick. Parts. <laughs> Kyle, I know Kyle Lowry went to the organ, let, yeah. went to the NBA like, bro, we Kyle cannot Lowry's do not this. To hear that. We like, can't do this. I know Kyle Lowry's not trying to hear that. I know he's sick right no, now. Like he's he's been tortured by LeBron for the no, past like the city of Toronto like six, seven years, is having PTSD, bro. Like, bro. LeBron done did too much to them people. Hey, just and, for just for Toronto, I understand they're like, bro, please don't do this, bro. Please, man, we cannot have this again. They just trying to enjoy their life without LeBron in the East. And next thing you know, y'all y'all trying to match them boys back up. LeBron. For those of y'all don't remember, like LeBron is so disrespectful to Toronto, Bro. and it's just it's he's so blatant with it too. Like when they was doing that, uh, they was flipping them bottles. They were trying to flip the water bottles in the middle Bro. of a playoff game. Like this is the playoffs, bro. This is not like a LeBron scrimmage. LeBron is not respecting him. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I this listen. Man, I've seen the way he hoops against <laughs> people. He really respects the way he hoops. He's he not respecting them, bro. That one play when. He he came down. He was standing on the wing and he spun the ball like as, like he oh, was yeah, shooting yeah. a free throw <laughs> and just shot it. In the, and he came down to set the next possession and did the exact same thing in the same spot. Let me tell you, it just it's not respect. It's not respect, bro. <laughs> it's disrespectful. This, this man shot a game winner, fading left with his right hand off the backboard. Bro, like it was bad. It was so bad. I remember they. The, I remember that was pretty much where they just like that, that day they had to trade DeMar DeRozan. He didn't respect y'all enough to shoot a regular <laughs> jump shot, bro, to bro, win the game, bro. This man's doing trick shots. He doing horse. That's a shot you would shoot like in horse. It was bad. Like, he it, beat y'all. Y'all was the one seed and he swept y'all. That's nah. <laughs> nah, that, that one hurt. That one hurt. I know it. Yeah, I know Toronto doesn't want to see LeBron no. because Pascal and OG don't have nothing for that. No, man, they, they seen that man. They knew they had nothing for him, bro. They, they tried to put OG on him as a rookie. OG, that's, that's disrespectful. <laughs> they, they they really disrespected you that day because they told you to go check LeBron. LeBron was on yeah, in they a whole different know, bag. They didn't care about you, bro. They, they didn't, didn't care, care about, about your, your development. <laughs> they didn't care about your, your well being. <laughs> mental health, none of that. I know. Imagine being a rookie and they'd be like, go check LeBron. They'd be like, oh, you're a pretty like, good defender. Go check LeBron. <laughs> bro, what? Who? Man. Put me on Rodney Hood. Y'all tripping. Yeah, you tripping. Put me on George Hill or somebody, yeah, bro. Yeah, please, like, bro. Don't disrespect me like that, I see that, Kevin bro. Love standing in the corner. I can't. I can be over there. Like, y'all, y'all really got that man on LeBron for no reason. Yeah, they hold, bro. But <laughs> I like the whole one through 16 team, uh, seed playoff thing. I think they should try it out because I think it would be a good idea. The only, like I said, the biggest downfall when stuff gets back to normal would be travel. So, like. Yeah. Having to travel from LA to Toronto or LA to Boston before the finals, yeah, is gonna make scheduling pretty difficult. But I think that they can work around it. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, after this year, because everything, so it's a good, it's a good time to try it because everybody, it's one through sixteen. Everybody's gonna be in the same. Everybody's city, gonna be Orlando. in the same city. Yeah. And they, you know, it's easy to schedule that way. Um, honestly, because you don't have to think about travel. You just have to think about rest. And 
you can have the games back to back, and like when one game finishes, you can start move, the next. Yeah, clean, the, can, clean the court up. Yeah, fit, fit, yeah, move everything out of the move way. Move everything out of the way. Get the next team on there. Kind of like yeah. how they do the NCAA tournament in the first yeah. couple of rounds. Like whenever it's in these different cities, they be having games back to back to back, and move, like move the other team out, move the next team in. You know, move in and out. Um, I, I, I'm sure because they're gonna have all the teams in the same place, they might let the teams like you can watch like other teams can watch other teams play off again. That would be cool. That'd be cool to me. That would be cool. Yeah, because you, you know? can kind of scout like as you're. Exactly. So, I mean, you're gonna watch film still, but like you, you can scout like yeah. as you're like actually playing the game. Like, yeah. that's that's pretty cool. I think that's a yeah. cool idea. Um, and just so you have some type of crowd, like you can we can see like some of the NBA players react. Yeah, like cause see what see. What, I mean, I like to see what impresses them. Like I seen them sometimes when they're like tweeting about stuff. Like, oh damn, this person's going crazy. Yeah. I just want to see what like impresses them. It, it gives you a whole different idea. Like, cause some of the fans, like, not saying that you know it's wrong, but like some of the fans, like they'll be impressed by certain things, and maybe NBA players be like, oh, be, yes, that's you know, normal. That's yeah, all right. That's all right. <laughs> and then, um, the second point I was gonna make was that um, let's just make sure they got like all the logistics right as far as like. Who's staying where? What you can eat? Who's allowed to come? Who's not allowed True. to be there? You gotta be um, safe. Yeah. How they're gonna organize the games? Like, are you gonna be playing back to back every night? Are you gonna be every other night? Yeah. Is it gonna be? Um, are they still gonna do full seven game series? Like, yeah. um, that's the other thing about NBA players. Like you said, like bro, coming in and out and all that stuff. Like, bro, y'all gotta be focused and not be. Y'all can't be having these girls coming yeah, in and out dis- and all that nonsense. Distracted that y'all like, doing. <laughs> like, bro, yeah, y'all ain't just no gotta strip clubs, for, James yeah, Harden. Yeah. Ain't no strip clubs in Orlando, James Harden, bro. Yeah, like, no, so. y'all, don't, y'all better not be no flying no girls out to uh, Orlando when y'all trying to get these playoff games done, bro. Like, <laughs> stay safe. Don't risk your whole team's health over over some Instagram girl, some some shit like that. You know how NBA players be moving. So it's gotta yeah. be at least like at least for as long as your team's in the playoffs, bro. Y'all gotta stay focused. Like that shit crazy. Like y'all really gotta stay focused. Yeah, man. Um, I'm excited, man. Basketball coming back in yeah, July. That's I miss, I miss it, bro. Like I miss I something. I miss watching competitive. I've been watching soccer a little bit. That's what's up, uh, yeah. Bundesliga. Yeah, the Premier League. Um, the Premier League coming back. Yeah, Ooh. so I'm excited about that. I didn't that. know that was like, gonna happen, but I'm happy. I didn't think it was gonna happen either, but I'm excited about that. Premier League's coming back. Um, NBA's coming back. Formula One is coming back. Um, so I'm getting into Formula One recently. That's <laughs> For just real? that's just pretty cool, man. Like. I've been watching the uh, the documentary series like for the past two seasons. You should check that shit out. It's actually pretty hmm. cool. At first, I was like, "Man, I don't want to watch this shit because it's like it's just racing. Like this is gonna go around in circles." But yeah. Formula One is a little different because the track has like corners and like they're weaving in and out and like all kind of shit. Yeah. So like it's actually pretty interesting. Interesting. And so not on, and like the thing is, not only are you fighting like the other like races and shit, like you're fighting your own teammates because like each team has two drivers, bro. Uh. So like. You're, you're fighting with your own teammates, so it's pretty cool, actually. So Damn. Formula One's coming look back. What the, look what the quarantine did to us, bro. I know. I'm getting into all <laughs> kind of, like, any sport. I need something competitive, bro. bro. Like, 2K is driving me nuts, man. I, <laughs> I lost a 2K game the other day, bro, and I almost threw my PlayStation, bro. Hey, man. Like, 2K, I was in, 2K I was in gets league. I was in a my league with some of my, like, LBs and Neos and stuff. And, um, man, Petros, if you listen to this, fuck you, bro. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and so I came into the playoffs. Like, I've been – I've been on the streak, bro. So like through the my league, so I was like, man, I'm good. I'm about to like, I I'm gonna see boys in the finals, bro. Like, yeah, I'm good. And so I play my LB, and like this is my like we did a fantasy draft, bro, to make this shit interesting. So I had like, I had John Wall, um, Duncan Robinson, uh, Eric Gordon was my starting three, Giannis. And Rudy Gobert, Fact. and so strong. I was playing my LB. And my LB, his team was nice, but they weren't stacked, bro. Like, 
And so he had like he had like Derek White, Donovan Mitchell, um, I forgot who he had playing in three. He had like Steven Adams and um he had like one of the another rookie, DeAndre Hunter. He had DeAndre Hunter playing the four. And like this man I I give it I give it up. He had the stick skills, bro. This man did not miss <laughs> jump shots at all, bro. bro like no, I hate he was that. easily shooting like 60-70% on jump shots, bro. I like hate he that. Was, and it was mistimed stuff. It wasn't all greens, bro. <laughs> oh, like, he no, was, hell he no. was just hitting everything, bro. And so I lost the first game. It was close. Both of the games were close. I was like, it's close, whatever. The second game drove me nuts because it came down to the last possession. I was down by one. I had Giannis and John Wall. These are the R2 squared demons, bro. Like I <laughs> these niggas get past anybody, bro. Like yeah. and for whatever reason, Derek White and DeAndre Hunter turned into like prime Kawhi Leonard, bro. Like they just completely <laughs> shut down Giannis and John Wall. I couldn't get past anybody to get Hell to the basket. Nah. Couldn't get a jump shot off, get anything. So I ended up losing by one, bro. And so I'm down like 0-2 in the series, and I was just I was just off. Like I saw red, bro. Like I literally, <laughs> I literally wanted to snatch the PlayStation like out of the wall and like chunk that hole over the balcony, bro. Because I was just so heated, bro. Like I didn't, I was done after that point. So I'm I'm tired of 2K. I need something real competitive to watch, bro. I'm off. <laughs> 2K, yeah, 2K annoyed me, bro. And I was definitely not about to not watch no 2K league. Yeah, that that's let that, me tell you, that's I'm not, trash. That's that not 2K me. tournament they tried to host with the NBA players, trash. that was so much more boring than I anticipated it to be, <laughs> and I already anticipated it to be pretty boring. And like, yeah, it was bro. it was just terrible. So I'm ready for some real sports, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, I'm I'm with you, bro. I'm, I'm trust me, I'm with you on all of that. Real sports is like that's that's like a lot of the time. I I wish we had sports this whole time we were in course. I would have been watching every NBA games like two times. Yeah, in a row, easily. Bro. I would have been, been analyzing everything. Analyzing everything. I would have been way <laughs> up on my knowledge more than I already am now, bro. Because some I just don't have the time to watch every single game and yeah. go back. So I go back and look at box scores. I look at highlights. Yeah. I try to get a full like comprehension of like what happened and not because none of those one things tell the whole story. Yeah. Bro. You can't like, just look at stats. You can't look at box scores and you can't look at highlights and then have yeah, it. Tell people the look whole at story. a player highlights and think that they call this nigga ever. I'm like, no, he shoot forty percent from the field. Yeah, like, like it, it looked like all of them going in, but that's his highlights. Yeah, that's that's, the, that's, that's, that's the only that's the only that makes. They didn't show you the other fourteen misses throughout the game. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, man, we're just excited. Um, yeah, last, I'm excited, man, for real. Last point I, we want to touch on. We're not going to go really in depth, but we just want to acknowledge the fact, and we want to let these people know that we see them and that we acknowledge your your pain and your struggle is another thing that's been trending the past couple of days is like sexual assault and a lot of like men and women that have been True. victims of sexual assault and like some of the stories that I've read and some of the experiences that I've seen people had is just disgusting bro it's nasty it makes me sick it makes me sad and like I want everybody to know like if you've ever been a victim of sexual assault and or any kind of like like sexual like intimidation, coercion, anything like that, misconduct, anything like that. That's the word I was looking for, misconduct. Um, Any kind of sexual misconduct towards you that it wasn't your fault, you weren't wrong, that I love you personally, bro, like, and, like, you can always, like, you can come talk to me if you're a friend or anything, like, I'll be here for you. And the fact that, like, we need to, like, start holding our people more accountable, and that goes for, like, men and women, bro, like, guys like we you need to hold your friends accountable bro like if you know somebody's done something don't protect them bro like yeah hold your friends accountable teach teach our kids better bro like teach your sons and daughters that 
like the rules of how you're supposed to engage with somebody and what's right and wrong because like trying to trick somebody into having sex or taking advantage of somebody to have sex with them or do anything sexual with them is wrong, bro. Yeah. And like, there's no if, ands, or buts about that shit. Yeah. Everything, everything in Mel's saying, like, you know, for, for this podcast, that's how we feel. Um, you know, we, we see all this, we see what's going on on the timeline. We see what's going on out here. Um, for, for guys, you know, <clears throat> as far as keeping your friends accountable, keeping everybody, um, on their stuff, it's like, you know, if you see something that comes out about one of your friends, like you see a girl come out about one of your friends, I mean, I would hope that y'all already on a pe- point where it's not like your friend is telling you they're assaulting people and y'all are being cool about it. Cause that's, yeah, no, that's, that's one of those things where I, I was always on the camp where I was like, if, if you tell us like, cause girls will say like, y'all, y'all need to check your homeboys about what they're doing and stuff like that. Yeah. None of my homeboys, like if they do something like that, they're not coming and telling us, you know, yeah. like, that's just never a conversation we've had. I've had with any of my friends where they're like, yo, I did this. Yeah. I did this and this happened. And, like, like, they, and... they thought it was cool or laughed about it. So like, that's not stuff that's going on. Like as far as with our group, there might be a sick groups of friends that do shit. Like oh, there that. are like, there's, there's sick ass groups of friends, yeah. bro. And like, they talk about this shit. Yeah. And, and the worst part is like, I don't even really think thinking they fully understand the extent of like what they've done to somebody. And yeah, so exactly. that's part of the problem. And, and so, it, it's, it's sad. And some, some dudes think it's like part of the game. Like as far as like, like some dudes be getting girls drunk and do certain things like that. And they all think like, like that, that kind of stuff is dangerous. Cause like there's guys who do not think that that stuff is bad. Yeah. And they'll be like, Oh yeah. We like, you know, she got drunk, blah, blah. Did it like, yo, yeah, we got when, drunk. If your friend tells you something a, like yeah. that, you really need to check them about like, yo, that shit is, like, that's not how you supposed. Cool to, that's not all. how you even, do even things, if, bro. Like, like and even if it was a consensual situation, you gotta let them know, like, bro, don't be doing that. Like, yeah, shit, like that's you know? that's that should not. That's never. That never should be a plot, bro. Like yeah, you should exactly. never like go into a situation and be like, oh, I'm gonna get somebody drunk or I'm gonna get them high or I saw someone really drunk. So or yeah. I'm gonna do this, that, and the other. Yeah, yeah, I saw somebody really drunk, and so I thought that was my opportunity to move in. No, it, there's no opportunity there, no. bro. Like that, that, that's, that's that's real. Like like you said, that's real. Like grease, greasy shit to do. That's disgusting shit to do. If you're thinking like that, you really shouldn't be out, bro. You're sick, bro. Like, Like, yeah. And, but also, you know, as far as checking your friends, like, um, if girls come out and they accuse your friends of doing certain things, they, they tell them their story and stuff like that. Two things. One, I want it to be known and like, I would never try on in any way to quiet voices of women who are like coming out and saying things. Yeah. Never dismissive. None of that shit. No, no, You can't do that. And, um, if it's one of your friends, someone you're close to, someone you know, and you see them accuse. We're not saying that you immediately oust them. Yeah, like yeah, you don't you re- immediately attack them or say like you can never be friends with them again. But you cannot dismiss what the girl is saying or what the thing, what things that are going on. You need to understand having those conversations with those people, even if it's uncomfortable. Have those yeah. conversations with your friends and figure out what's going on. Like understand that and what's going on. You got to be able to take it to a deeper level and read into what people's intentions are, their body language, because your body language doesn't lie. Your eyes don't lie. And like your your mannerisms and stuff don't lie. So you can have people say like, "Oh, I didn't do it," and I swear to God, this, that, and the other. I didn't do this, that, and the other. But like you know, and even yeah, God gave us God gave us instincts for a reason, bro. Like yeah. you can feel that shit. Like yeah. if you feel like something's off, bro, then something's probably off. And so like you need to hold your friends accountable. And we're not like I said, we're not saying just immediately call the police on your friends or, or like, yeah, like, just cut them off cut a, and not talk of, to them ever again. But really like get to the root of the issue, bro. Yeah. And like find out what the hell is really going on. Yeah. And if it is like some, and then if it is and do as does end up being something, then at that point, then you need to take action, bro. And then yeah, you need to like step up and yeah. hold, hold your friends really accountable and be like, okay, well now 
we're not cool no more because I can't be associated with somebody who does stuff like that, yeah. and I'm not gonna accept it. And yeah, and then like I'm now we're not saying take shit into your own hands. Now like don't be trying to like beat niggas up and shit yeah, like that, I, bro. I hate That's those, not. I hate those videos like, like where they just beat up like someone just like oh yeah we all beat we all jump my friend and I hate and I hate the shit when they be trying to like. Like post niggas ad like give me his address. I'm pull. You're not pulling up on this dude, bro. No, like I you. promise you're stop. not, bro. Like yeah. you're not, up. bro. Don't play. Don't try to play tough guy. Don't try to like yeah. be that nigga because you're just gonna end up getting yourself in a situation. Because yeah. like I said, you got to be prepared for the worst, bro. And like I said, nobody. They didn't stop making guns when they made yours. They didn't stop yeah. making hands when they made yours, bro. Exactly. So, stop. And like you're not the only person with friends. You're not the only person with yeah guns, whatever. It's you know what I mean. Like other people are willing to take it there. Don't. Don't do something stupid like that. Um, you just really gotta let people know that what what they're doing is not acceptable, like behavior. And that yeah, this you, is not, not normal. Gonna, you, like, you can't. You, you know, if you're addressing it with someone, you gotta let them know, like, yo, this is how I feel, and this is how I'm gonna move in the future. Like, with it, with this situation, you know, everything like that. You gotta let. It, you gotta kind of just be real with them and tell them how it is. Like a lot of y'all want to say that y'all are real with y'all friends and whatever like that. Be real with them then. Like, yeah. Talk to them Step for real about how how you feel, how this makes you feel, um, and everything. And like you know, it's uncomfortable sometimes, but it's a conversation you need to have with them. You know, um, because like we're looking at it, and you know how many girls like we've seen like come out like a, like me and you went to the same university, so it's like a lot of girls we went to school with. We see yeah, them come we out know, with stories man. and stuff. Like that. I'm always shocked. Like I I seen stories like some like girls that tell like very graphic and like terrible stories, and I'm like, yo. For real, and it, and it, it'll be people that not my friend group, but people I know, and I'm like, okay, that, that's like that's shocking to me, you know, so, stuff like that happens. So whenever things like that are like going on, I want to understand like you know that there is people who are holding these people accountable, or do they feel like they're like over that, like like nothing can touch them? Yeah, like they, know? like they're just invincible to this yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, but and yeah, the same way that we were talking about with uh, police brutality and all that stuff, like. You know, you can't try and, like, oppress people and then tell them how they need to handle it. Some people are like, oh, don't post it on the TL. Yeah, don't, but, no. like, no, you can't. You can't. We can't do that. Uh, you can't abuse people and mistreat people and then tell them how they're supposed to handle that kind of thing. Oh. And, yeah, man. And for those of y'all who are in the very, 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 very small minority that just make up shit, bro, you're sick, too. So, yeah. and y'all need to be jailed, too. But yeah, that's, exactly. a, that's a, that's a whole feel, different conversation. That's a whole different conversation. That's a very, like... Small minority, but yeah, I, it's I a have small to address minority, that. Just like, just like what Mel said, it's a small minority, and of course, we never want that to happen. But like, a lot of the times, we see guys using that as deflection. Yeah, they and that's not they what use we that. like. Like, we don't like like it, we we talked about that. We don't like the deflection. Like when we talk about an issue at hand, let's talk about the issue at hand. Don't be like, well, what if something? No. But, yeah, what if she made this up, or yeah, what that, if what if he made this up? Exactly, that's something different. Like, let's talk about like what this person is talking about right here. Um and let's have that conversation without ever having to like just use a, a complete deflection. Like let, let's hear your opinions on it. If you don't have any real opinions on it, and your only thing to say is, "Well, sometimes girls lie," I'm like, "No." But what happens when the girls aren't when lying? They don't, what, what, when, what happens about? in the majority when they're not lying? Yeah. Bro, so what, like, what are we it, talking about here? So that's the things like you know, and it can't be like every girl that we know from school and like high school, middle school, uh, college, all this stuff have had these experiences in like. We, you know, you go your whole life and you don't know anybody who's ever done it. So that's you do. Us. You just don't know it yeah, yet. Exactly. Like so, you, I promise you do. Yeah, like some yeah. guys, you're just not having that conversation with, or you're not, you know, believing the girls that say things like that. Like, you know, you gotta be able to be real about it. You know, for real. Like, and I'm, I'm not saying that lightly. I mean, like, just really be honest about it and talk to people about it. And 
you know, if you're a guy who's who, who's like in a situation where you done something like that, you'll understand that like you're putting your friends in bad situations because some of your friends like they might listen to you and believe you because they they love you. Like you guys have been through stuff. Exactly. Like, that's your homies, and they're they're gonna ride for you. But if you're lying to them, you're telling them stuff that's not true. And they're out here riding for you, you're making them look bad. Like exactly. you're, making, you're making everyone. So you gotta just be honest with your friends and tell them what's what's going on, so that they're not out here saying like, "Yo, my friend said that none of that shit ever happened." But reality, you're lying to your friends so that they're out here. Yeah, and they're out dumb. here caping for you, and you're making them. Yeah, look you're bad. making them look dumb. So be real with your people. Like if you really care about each other, like you know, be real with them. It's, you know, like not everything is like. You know, like you're not your life's not gonna end and all this stuff like that, bro. You gotta be real. You gotta accept the consequences. Yeah, you, bro, yeah exactly. Like you gotta be willing to accept the consequences of your actions, and you gotta be willing to grow and be like able to move forward. And as a friend group, you have to be able to grow and be able to say, "Hey, these are topics we need to talk about." Even though we used to just talk about sports and video games and shit like that, cool. Y'all can still do that, but there's times when y'all need to be real with each other. Like, yeah. it just it just is what it is. You know, and that's all I like about our friend group. Like we've been there. We've been to the point where we used to just talk about sports and whatever. But then we have real conversations about like everything we're talking about here. We've, we've had we conversations about in, in our group. group. Chat, yeah. And like, we, we really have to have those conversations with each other. Like, yo, this, these things are important. Like there's other things going on. Of course, we want to have fun and joke and stuff like that. But you have to have those moments or your, your friendship not really real like you think it is. If you can't have those moments. Yep, man. Straight up. But. I think we're going to wrap it up right there, man. We appreciate all you who've uh, taken the time to listen to the end, man. Uh, we'll be back next week with our next episode. We appreciate you. This has been the Truly Unruly Podcast with Mel and Chemezi. We out, man. Yep.